0: TFA fam, week one is finally here. Time to start talking about the draft. Time to start talking about rankings and getting you ready to set those lineups. So we're gonna start off with our week one running back rankings and talk about the top twenty-four. Our consensus RB one rankings are as follows: We have Christian McCaffrey at the one spot, followed by Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard, rookie Bijan Robinson, Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry at seven. Josh Jacobs, Ramondre Stevenson, Joe Mixon, Travis Etienne, and Aaron Jones rounding out our RB1s. Kev, who are some guys you like in this range? Were there any any problems you were having with some of these guys? guys you feel it might be too high on, too low on. Hit us with some of your thoughts for the week one RB one running back rankings. I think at least the
1: top guys, I think they're all pretty good spots. Like there's nobody that like stands out to. This is like a a truly really bad spot in terms of the elite guys guys you probably spent a first or second round pick on but once you get a little bit further down like I think Joe Mixon is an elite spot this week against the Cleveland Browns uh, the, the Cleveland Browns have really, really struggled last year against opposing running backs they allowed 116 rushing yards per game and a full touchdown per game for the fifth most PPR points last season now is in a really good spot this week and I will note this, that Joe Burrow has really struggled against the Browns in his career. He hasn't thrown for more than 280 passing yards since 2020 against the Cleveland Browns. So they've done a really good job of containing him. I think they really try to utilize Joe Mixon a little bit more. And then Aaron Jones, I think, is also in a really good spot this week against the Chicago Bears. Uh, They allowed the second-most fantasy points to running backs last year, the third-most rushing yards, second-most touchdowns, and the 15th-most receiving yards last year. Now, these are two slower-paced offenses. The Packers ranked 19th and Bears ranked 31st in pace of play last season. While you have the Bears, who did add a lot of free agents, and they really beefed up this defense last year with adding uh, Yannick Ngakwe, Tremaine Edwards, TJ Edwards, Demarcus Walker, Andrew Billings, and Justin Jones uh, this offseason. But I still think it's going to take some time for this defense to really gel. So I do think Aaron Jones is in a really good spot uh, this week. against. uh, I think this defense could be better than what it was last year, but that's not really a high bar considering how bad they were last year. So Joe Mixon and Aaron Jones are the two guys that I think that really stand out to me among the RB1s this week that really uh, have good matchups. Yeah,
0: I don't have a a ton to add on to there. Um, I'm a little bit lower on Mixon because they did revamp that defensive line. I still have him as an RB1. Um, You know, I think with maybe some like, you know, obviously Joe Burrow looks like he's going to be completely good to go for week one. I don't think they're going to want him like scrambling a ton. So maybe we do see some of those dump offs. You know, we did see Mixon have a ton of passing usage last year. His highest in quite some time. And obviously with Samash P. Ryan out of the picture. There's really no one for them to take off the field in his place. So I do like him in PPR settings, which is obviously what we have our rankings based on. And there weren't like a ton of guys that are like really standing out to me. I think like Derrick Henry is in a is in an okay spot going up against New Orleans. They did lose some some pieces on that defense. But that's, you know, it's, it's not like a, you're, you're not going to be sitting Derrick Henry after you took him, you know, back end of round one, early round two. I think Josh Jacobs is in a good spot. But, you know, what is he going to look like with, you know, not practicing at all during this during the offseason? But he's still going to be an RB1 in a, in a nice spot going up against Denver. And Travis Etienne was the guy who I was kind of like pushing down my ranks all offseason. But in this spot going up against Indy, I think Indy gave up the the seventh most points per game to running backs last year. I think Etan's going to be in a good spot here. I think this game could get a little bit out of hand for the Colts quickly, and I think ETN is going to stand to, uh, to benefit from that. So let's go ahead and move on to our RB2s for week one. That's going to be started off with Najee Harris at 13, Miles Sanders, Javante Williams, Jameer Gibbs, J.K. Dobbins, Damian Pierce, Rashad White, Kenneth Walker, Cam Akers, Isaiah Pacheco, Brees Hall, and Alexander Madison going up against Tampa Bay as our RB24. Kev, who are some of these running backs in this spot that you want the people to know about?
1: Yeah, I think there's some juicy matchups here that we can really take advantage of this week. J.K. Dobbins is in an elite spot going up against the Houston Texans. The Texans were terrible. I mean, just atrocious against the run last year. I mean, it wasn't even close. They're the only team that allowed 30-plus PPR points per game to the position. They allowed a gaudy 140.9 rushing yards per game, 1.29 touchdowns, and like I said, 31.4 PPR points per game last year did this defense. Now, they did make some improvements this offseason, adding Sheldon Rankins, Denzel Perryman, Stephen Nelson, Jimmy Ward for the 49ers, and they also have obviously their first-round pick and Will Anderson. But, again, I don't think this is going to be enough for this rush, uh, this rush defense to get to improve greatly. I think J.K. Dobbins did a really good spot, and there's been a lot of talk lately that – you know, that he is going to be more and more involved in the passing game as well. So we'll see on that. But just on the surface, I think J.K. Dobbins is in a really, really good spot this week. And then Javante Williams, I want to hit on him that, you know, he's somebody that's been a guy that a lot of people talk about this offseason. He's going to be 100% healthy. This is a really good matchup against the Raiders. This Raiders defense is going to be absolute booty this year. And so I do anticipate him splitting some touches early on with Samaj P. Ryan. I think they kind of work him up. I don't think they're going to go out there and ask him to take on some sort of full workload. So I, I do anticipate that. I have him a little bit lower than I know you do, Cody, but. That's mainly because I just think they're going to be a little bit careful with him in this matchup against the Raiders. I don't think he's going to go out there and get 20-plus touches, but I think 15, 18 touches total I think is certainly the range possibility. They utilize him heavily as a pass catcher in the preseason as well, so I think that is something that he can really hang his hat on. And then from there, I think Rashad White is in a really good spot against the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings defense is also Really, very not very good. I do, I do have some issues that could this game get away with uh, from them, and maybe he gets taken out. And there has been a lot of talk lately that Sean Tucker actually could get some run here with this team and he could be the guy that gets a little bit more of this first and second down work where Rashad White gets a little bit more of the third down work so that is something that we should definitely be monitoring and have a little bit of concern with and then Isaiah Pacheco is in a great spot this week against Detroit Detroit's run defense is not very good uh and then you also you know I think Raheem Mostert's kind of an interesting option now with Jeff Wilson being placed on IR this week and so it's really kind of him and Devin A-Chain here as the two options. And then Brian Robinson, I think I think really either one of the uh, Washington Commanders running backs are in really good spots this week. Uh, going up against Arizona, Arizona's defense is so incredibly bad. Uh, and so I do think Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson are both in very, very good spots. I wouldn't be surprised if Brian Robinson gets 20 plus touches this week against this really bad Arizona defense. And then lastly, I just think a couple other names like Khalil Herbert, I think, is at a good spot against the Green Bay Packers. I think you also have, you know, some guys that are probably more flex options. Jamal Williams going up against Tennessee, you know, Alvin Kamara being out for the first three games. He is going to see an expanded workload as well. So I think those are some guys like and especially as like your RB three range flex types that you definitely can be taking a look at.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Raheem Mostert and the Washington backfield, just with the, the spots that they're in. The, the Chargers have really struggled against the run for what feels like you know the past three or four seasons. I really don't think it's going to change. You know, they they were weak up front to begin with, and they lost some pieces this offseason. So I think Raheem Mostert, especially while he's healthy, if you drafted him. Plug him in, <laughs> use him while he can before he starts to get a little bit banged up. The, the guys in this RB two spot, it's interesting because, like you said, there are a bunch of running backs in this range that have really nice matchups, but like I just couldn't get myself to get them any higher in my rankings. You were talking about Javante Williams. I have him as a back end RB one. I have some of the the same like hesitancies with in terms of you know how many touches he's actually going to get. But if he gets 15 to 18 touches against this defense, and RB one is 100% within the range of outcomes for him, like I don't think he's going to need to go out and get you know 25 touches in order to pay off. So he was one guy, you know, as as we're going through and trying to move guys up and down. I, as soon as I saw him, he was like down like the 30s in Fantasy Pros consensus rankings. I just clicked him, moved him, screaming. Uh, My my rankings, Jameer Gibbs, last year we saw the Kansas City Chiefs. They allowed the most receptions to running backs. Now, is that because they were actually bad at defending that or because they were ahead in the majority of their games? It doesn't really matter because if it was because they were ahead in their games, they are a six and a half point favorites. We have like a 54 point total in this matchup for Thursday night. So I think if you drafted Jameer Gibbs, you can absolutely plug him in as your RB two or flex wherever he falls into your lineup. And I think you can feel pretty good about that. Like we talked about before it's a Monra St. Brown, Sam Laporta, and then it's going to be Jameer Gibbs in terms of the, the target pecking order. So really like him this week. Miles Sanders is a name that we were both really high on this offseason. Now he gets a matchup against Atlanta. That one I feel like could be like a little slower pace, but I think with, you know, with Miles Sanders being fully healthy, with the expected involvement in the passing game that that we think that he's going to see, I think he's in a really nice spot. Kenneth Walker is someone who I was, you know, again similar to Travis Etienne. I was like pushing down my ranks all offseason. But now in this matchup against the Rams, that Rams defense is going to be absolutely booty. So I think he's in a nice spot. I'd be more than happy to, to, to fire him up. Like I said, it's like a, an RB2. Depending on where you drafted him, he might have even fallen. He might be in the flex range for you. But I think he's in a really good spot, too. So that is going to wrap it up for our Week 1 Running Back Rankings. Any questions you have, go ahead and drop them in the comments below. Anyone you think that we're too high on, too low on, let us know. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe and check out our other videos, and we'll catch you on the next.